Welcome to Haunted Hour. I am your host, Noel Boyd. First and foremost, I would like to thank you because this show has become a lot more popular uh, in the recent days and it's something that I never imagined. I have got listeners from not just Singapore but from the United Kingdom, Malaysia, Philippines, Indonesia, Brunei, Australia and Nepal. If you are tuning in from one of those countries, thank you so much for listening. Uh, you know, it's it's just amazing that the show has got the reach that it has in just a very short time. And you know what they say, right? It can only get better and I'm working really hard to build content and to come up with a show that's a lot more structured. Alright, so let's talk paranormal. I have a question for you. What would you do if you find out that you have a ghost living in your house? So it's not like you're at a park, a cemetery or an abandoned building. You know, running away really is not an option because it's your house. It's your house for crying out loud. Why would you run away? You should be there. You should face up against an entity. But not everyone can do that. And I totally understand that. You know, I have my fair share of paranormal stories from my childhood. Uh, my house in Old Upper Thompson Road, it's the house that was owned by my grandfather and he passed it down to my mom in that house. Man, uh, my grandfather passed away in the house and then my dad passed away in that house too. I remember as a child, there were a lot of accidents that would happen at the back of the house, right? Because we, we were just by the main road. If you're old enough, you will know where the Ahmad Ibrahim Secondary School used to be. So that's where I used to live. That's strange because something just moved behind me. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so I used to live in the house in Upper Thompson Road. I remember as a child, a lot of accidents would happen at the back of the house, right? And how I would know this, right? I would wake up in the shop because suddenly you would hear like a vehicle slam their brakes and then um, it would crash into another vehicle or would slam into a tree. So there used to be a lot of fatal accidents and there was a point where maybe it would happen like twice a week. So it was kind of like a black hole where fatal accidents would happen and you know it wasn't like a junction or in anything like that it was just a long stretch of road and suddenly we had all these accidents and then there was a petrol station opposite my house right I don't know whether you can imagine this but there was this big opening uh, that's where the, the, the drain was and it was huge like it was maybe like two meters across right that's the width and motorcyclists would be will be trying to turn in to the petrol station and then they will lose control and they will they will end up in this big drain and they would pass on so there were all these accidents happening right and I didn't think anything of it as a child but now when I look back as an adult you know you can't help but wonder why did this happen over and over and over again and then maybe when I was about seven or eight years old a uncle of mine had passed on and I remember the day that his body was laid to rest at Lim Chu Kang Cemetery we, the family came home it was really exhausting right and we had gone to sleep this was probably really late at night we had gone to sleep and my second brother and I used to share a bedroom in the house and then I remember waking up because I could hear the hangers in the cupboard they were moving and they were hitting against each other so we used to have metal hangers and these metal hangers were knocking against each other and I opened the cupboard 
and there was no insect, no nothing on the hangers, but the hangers were just moving on its own. And that freaked me out and then I took many steps back and I sat my bed and I started crying and the hangers started moving even faster. So that was my very first paranormal encounter. And then I had many more along the way, but nothing that really scared me until um, an ex-wife of mine had brought home this teddy bear and she said that she was she got out of a taxi alright let me try to recall this story she got out of a taxi this, this man came up to her told her that our son looked really cute and he gave her this soft toy but it was this this very old looking soft toy and then anyway she didn't take anything of it she took it from him she brought it home and then we started experiencing stuff in the house where she experienced it my mom did as well and I remember I had an a really fearful one I was sitting on the toilet bowl right I was taking a dump and then the doorknob started to move and then it started moving really quickly so right from slow and it just started to move quickly and it started to rattle and then I opened the door because I thought maybe it was my dad or somebody else needing to use the toilet and I was angry and there's nobody there but what I did feel was this cold uh, wind right that suddenly uh, swept into the toilet and then I just couldn't take a dump anymore and I was so scared and you know I've not always been this guy you know the guy that goes around exploring and never steps down from a ghost I've never been I've, I wasn't that person always right I used to be really afraid of ghosts and this incident I had was just one of them you know and then I had later on years passed you know I got divorced and all and I had an ex-girlfriend and I remember I was out drinking with friends and she called me and I was pretty high right she called me and she said I need to come home now and blah 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 and I was like why you know I'm out with my friends I'm having a good time it's not every day that I get to see them and she said no you know something bad has happened at home and I asked her what she said oh I got bitten by something and I was like huh you got bitten by something and she said yeah I know you have to rush home and then I hung up the phone and I didn't go home right and I thought to myself oh my god you know she probably got bitten by a spider she's gonna be fine and then she kept calling and calling so funny when I got home and I used to live in, in the attic in the house right so I got home got up to the attic and then she was there she was crying and she pointed to her ankle and I saw um, a bite mark but it wasn't like an insect right it definitely wasn't insect because it had teeth right it's like as though an adult bit her on the ankle it looked exactly like that it had the upper teeth and lower teeth and I'll never forget that sight so months passed and then I found out that she was having an affair she was seeing a lot of different men uh, and I won't get into that because that's not what this show is about right but I spoke to one of them and it was a guy in the States and then we had a conversation I don't know how this conversation started because we did end up talking and he told me dude you know your house is haunted because I was on the phone with your ex-girlfriend and then you know she got bitten by something and and yeah so what I think right is that the ghost in my house that particular ghost didn't like the fact that she was cheating on me and so this ghost bit her and my mom has always said that she has seen this lady in white right this lady in white in the house so she's elderly looking 
I remember seeing a male entity in the house, also elderly looking. Also, I remember seeing a male entity in the house, but also elderly looking. And I have had friends, right? One friend in particular, his name is Ivan. We were out boozing, and then he came back to my house, and he needed to use the toilet. And then he looked into my house, and he saw something, and he freaked out, and he refused to use the toilet, you know, because he was just terrified. And later on, when I asked him what he saw, he told me that he saw a lady in white. So I know for a fact that, okay, this lady in white does exist in my house. And my mom, right, my mom has got this really old cupboard. And this cupboard used to be owned by her mom. And I don't know who owned the cupboard before that. But this cupboard has got a mirror, right, a full-length mirror. And the mirror is always covered. Now, the reason why, right, and I'm not joking about this, guys. No, I called it the mirror to the other side. Right? It's the mirror to the other side because if you sit in front of that mirror and you stare long enough, you will definitely, like a hundred percent, you will definitely see something that that isn't there. Like it's not it's it's an entity that you would see. And I've seen it before and, and it freaked me out a little. I've not done it recently. Maybe I should. Maybe I should. Maybe I could do a video, but maybe I sh I won't because I said I'm retired. And I'll end my experiences in my house with something my wife, my present wife, right, Gabby, what she went through. I told her that I was going to cook lunch. And I left the bedroom and I was in the kitchen cooking lunch. And this isn't the bedroom in the attic, mind you. This is the bedroom that's on the first floor. And this bedroom used to be where my late grandfather would sleep and so I was in the kitchen cooking our lunch she was lying in bed and she felt something sit on the mattress next to her and she felt the compression in the mattress and she thought that whoa no one cooked really really quickly and when she turned around there was nobody on the bed there was absolutely nobody on the bed and my poor wife you know She's been with me on my paranormal expeditions and she knows like everything that I do and uh, she felt really uncomfortable and she started crying and you know I maybe it was my late grandfather I don't know but whatever it was it shook her up so the question is guys what would you do if you have a ghost in your house <laughs> I have a very talented musician on the line. In fact, he's one of my favorite musicians. His name is Mark Dan. He is so good at what he does. If you guys can uh, check out his work uh, with his wife, uh, his wife's name is Hashi. And Mark has been releasing videos as well on social media. Say hello to everyone, Mark. Hey man, what's up everybody? You have an interesting encounter that you want to share with everyone, right? Uh, yeah, actually, actually the encounter was uh, in my own house right now, actually. Your present house? Well, I'm sitting, I'm sitting in, I'm, yeah, I'm sitting in it right now. I'm like, hmm, maybe I don't know if I should be talking about it. But, but yeah, so it happened in this house that I live in right now. I, hmm. I think uh, maybe like four months into living in the place. Wow, okay. Yeah. Um, I think it happened last year. Okay, it started one day before the seventh month. Last year, mm. <laughs> yeah. So that was it. Was quite an experience. Basically, what happened first, the, how how it started was um, the wife.
and I, I just walked into the bedroom and then there was this little string at the doorway. Um, but I, I just thought it was one of Hashi's packages, kind of opened it, left it there. So I was like, ah, I'll just leave it there in the room and we'll kind of pick it up, right? That iRobot thing that we have. Mm-hmm. So I left it there, closed the door. I, I'm, I'm very anal about aircon leaking in the room and stuff like that. But, so she came off the shower, she looked at me, she was like, why'd you leave the door open? I sat up, I was like, for the, at, at that moment, I felt really disappointed at myself then, because I nag at her all the time of making sure I can close the door when the aircon's on and stuff like that, but then I left it open, I was like, shit. Um, so, but I decided to get up, I get up, I got up, I just kind of walked around the house just to make sure all the windows were locked like I always do, the doors were locked and stuff like that. But what was really strange, and you know, I, I, you've been to my place, right? Yes, once. Okay, so you know, I have this really big empty space. Um, Behind the living room, before the kitchen, there's this big empty space. Yes, correct. And the the thread was just in the middle of the room. That mm. thread that was at my doorway was in the middle of the room, and I was I just stood there for a second looking at it, and then I picked it up, and then she walked out of the room. She was asking me, "What are you staring at?" And I said, "I picked up the string, Evan. This was at our doorway." I said, "I was thinking, oh, maybe the cat kind of pushed it here. Maybe you know." I was like, "All right, maybe maybe that was okay." So. I, I walked out, I just threw it away and then I was standing at the island I, I, the, the island light was still on uh, so I let Hashi walk into the room first so it's not fully dark, right? Mm-hmm. And then, so when she was walking almost at the room door I, I kind of turned off the light The minute I turned off the light she screamed She was like, oh no! Then I turned it on again I was like, what? What is it? And she was like, why the hell would you hit my lower back? I'm like, I'm all the way over here I said, how the hell would I hit your back? And she was like, no, you just hit me on my lower back. And I'm standing at the island, she's on that bedroom, which approximately about two and a half meters away. And I looked at her, I was like, there's no way I hit you. I'm, I'm standing here. And then you could see her face change, because she was like, uh, uh, never mind, never mind, nothing. So she just walked to the room. I was like, okay. So I walked to the room, I closed the door, and we're lying in bed, and you could see that she couldn't sleep. I was like, no, la, I'm sure it was nothing, you know, maybe when I hit the, the light, the, the sound of me hitting the light kind of just triggered something. She was like, uh, yeah, 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 I think maybe that's it, that's it, that's it. So she just went a bit. Mm. Um, the next day, I was at work and then on the way back, she suddenly texted me and said, I fell. I was like, oh, how'd you fall? She said, I tripped and she fell into the toilet, almost hitting the, the seat, the, uh, sorry, almost hitting the bathtub. And I was like, but the what? There's nothing there. She's like, I tripped, I tripped. I was like, I know, okay, but the what? She's like, I tripped, let's just leave it. So, I immediately knew, okay, something's wrong, right? Because she, she normally, she, you've met my wife, she's generally very bubbly and stuff like So, okay, I left it. Okay, I went back home. And to be very honest, by that point, I wasn't feeling very safe in the house either. So, the next day, I was at work, she messaged me, she said, your handphone, because I, I, I accidentally left my work phone at home. She said, your, your headphone just fell off the shelf. And I was like, oh, that, that's strange. She was like, yeah, it just fell off the shelf. I said, oh, I, I didn't want to scare her because it's only in the middle of the day. And this was in the afternoon. Then. And I said, no, you know, I probably got a call. Maybe the phone just vibrated off the, the ledge. No big deal. So when I got home, I, I checked the phone and there was no missed call. So I didn't receive any call on the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, it just fell. So I, I think thing, things were already feeling really really a bit odd and she finally confessed to me she said you know I'm not feeling safe alone in the house and I knew exactly what she was talking about but I was like no 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 it's nothing you know it's just your imagination then 
the next day, I was I was just working out, lying on the floor. I was I was, I was like just kind of pressing my iron, right? And she was just sitting there. We were just talking while I was working out. So you, you know when you lie down on the bench and then you you kind of like lift weights above your chest, right? So I had two small dumbbells and I was lifting the weight off my chest, talking to her. And what keeps the weights on the on the bar are these two locks, okay? okay. I was pressing weight. I felt very odd. I felt like there was something, something else in the room. And then one side of the locks just kind of got unlocked, and the weight started falling towards my face. And then I just, and honestly speaking, that's almost impossible to happen because the locks are very strong. Then I moved aside, and the weight fell on my shoulder. Mm. I mean, it hurt, but so much better than it didn't mean the face. I mean, that would not have been pretty at all. So I think at that point, I realized, okay. This is not just something mischievous. There's something very, very wrong here, and I, I felt like the presence was getting braver and braver. So that was a little bit scary. You could see she she was just really fearful. I've been using these weights for quite a while now. Never had an issue with it. She knew it was something more than just coincidence or accident, you know. So I I think I started getting really annoyed. I I went from fearful for my wife. Uncomfortable, and then I just kind of went straight to really, really annoyed um, because she wasn't feeling safe in the house, and I was starting to get uncomfortable as well. So I walked into the bedroom. I, I told her, I, I told her, she, I said, you know, can stay in here for a while. I closed the door. I went out to my living room and I started shouting. <laughs> so it, it's just how my dad used to deal with kind of stuff. So I just kind of adopted it. I started shouting. And I was just like, you know, you're not welcome here. You know, I don't know what made you think that you could step into our place of residence. I know we're new here, but this is our home now. And I was just shouting and shouting. I walked to every corner of the house and just shouting, "Get out of this house!" Fortunately, nothing happened after that. Right. Um, and the next day, when we woke up, we felt like the house. It was just the two of us. Okay. So the house felt calm, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, the house felt so much calmer. I think it's interesting because you mentioned that it happened in the afternoon, and yeah. a lot of people always think that paranormal activity only happens at night. But you know, I've been telling everyone that no, it happens like throughout the day. You know, it's not like ghosts just wake up at night. They're they're always around. All the stories you told me before, you know, I, I mean, to be very honest, I don't think I've ever experienced. And I used to kind of like ghost hunt and stuff like you when you were younger. But to be very honest, I don't think I've ever really experienced anything in the afternoon. Yeah, and I think that was what was really uncomfortable. And these entities, right? Um, they usually feed on fear. So, I, I reckon when Hashi was panicking, and you know, cause she did feel uh fearful in the house, right? Yeah. Um, they would just feed on that, and then they become more daring, and then they they get their energy to, and they manifest it, and then they 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 end up you know being able to move objects. You know, but I'm I'm glad you did what you did, because that's that's one of the things that we we try to tell people that you know if you have a ghost in your house, and if you can do it, you know you have got to confront that that entity and you tell the entity to get out. And you haven't experienced anything else at home since then. No, no. Th- that's great. That's great. Not at all. Not at all. Nothing that couldn't be explained. I suppose you know what I mean. Yeah. Like. After that, I mean, I mean, you you have certain circumstances, like in any house, in any scenario, you have certain 
I think what was different with this was I had no idea like what could have caused it. Right? Mm. And I think the the fear of the unknown was was what was very difficult. I I mean for example like you know you 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 chase and see and experience entities yourself, but when you see an entity and you see something that is responsible of a sound, responsible for a movement, you know, you can kind of put some reasons where you go, okay, that entity was the cause of this. I know what my next step is going to be. Yes. But when you when you don't know, you don't see, you don't you don't feel, you you're not sure. You just know that something is happening. That I think that's what we. I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. So I think for me that was the challenge. Yeah, but you you did really well. So congrats on that, man. Hey, thanks, man. I mean, probably a, a lot of the stories from you, firstly, and watching your show and stuff like that as well, kind of maybe understand a little bit more of what I had to do, what I should do. Um, on top of that, of course, my dad fucking fearless. Um, and I think when I was a, a stupid teenager, as we all were, or a young adult, me in my early twenties, me and my boys used to kind of ghost chase as well. Mm-hmm. So not the first experience, I suppose. But um, not the first experience. I guess I guess that's what kind of gave me that kind of courage to kind of go at it. Thank you so much for sharing your your encounter. You know, I Pleasure. I think this year uh, during the Hungry Ghost Festival, like the Eve, you know, maybe you just be a little more observant, just in case, you know, because sometimes you know uh, stuff like this can can happen again. Yeah. Yeah, but then if it does, then you know you know who to call. Of course. Yeah. Like, speed dial, bro. Yeah. But I, I think another reason why that could have occurred was I, I bought this place as a sales or balance flat. So I think it was empty for about two years, maybe. Mm. Um, that really, really could have been it. I, I know that the last family who lived here, you know, they had debts. They, they were deep debts and stuff like that. So, I mean, who knows? Maybe somebody might even send an entity to the house thinking that they still lived here. Yeah. I don't know, like all kinds of reasonings kind of went through my head, you know, so that was all, all that kind of played through my head, but of course the fact that it was just before Hungry Ghost Festival was a bit too much of a coincidence as well for me. Yeah. It could have been like a sanctuary during all those two years because nobody was living here at all. Mm. But yeah, hopefully we made our mark this year though. Yeah, I think you guys will be fine. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, if we are, if we are not, we'll, we'll call you. <laughs> sure thing, sure thing. You know I'll be there, man. Like as long, like, yeah, as long as we don't have the circuit breaker, that you know, in that time, yeah, I'll definitely be there. I, I, I would, think, I would assume that essential services did it. I think so. <laughs> I think so, man. I, I definitely would think so. Well, that's one of the many ways you can deal with an entity that's in your house. You know, another thing you could do is to burn sage. And then use that to cleanse your house because I know for a fact that works. I do it in my home like once a month. It's a ritual and it really, really does work. So if you can get sage, you know, dried sage, it, it comes in a bundle and you burn it and then you use it to cleanse your house. It, it will work. Okay, so if you ever find yourself in that unfortunate situation, either you use sage or you could do exactly what Mark did where... You stand up to the entity and you tell the entity to get out of your house. 
Before I sign off, I've got a Go Get Funding account. If you're feeling a little generous or you know you just want to help a brother out, every dollar goes a long way. And the way I'm doing my podcast right now, I'm using a really old laptop. I've been electrocuted twice. No joke, it happens. Um, and the microphone I'm using, well, it's not the best, but you know it does the trick. And I'm really proud that I've got this going. Sometimes I look at it, I've got a lot against me. But I managed to get this going and you know how many episodes are we in now? We've got like four apps that's out. So once again, I have got this Go Get Funding account. You can find the link on the Ghost Files Singapore Facebook page. Uh, click on it. You could use one of the perks that we have. It starts from $10 or you, you know what, you can just drop like a dollar in because as I said, every dollar counts. So if you can support, that'd be amazing. I can continue working on this podcast and also other paranormal videos that are that are in the pipeline. You know that I want to do. It's not me going out ghost hunting, but it's just doing something different because I think that there's just so much more that I can do instead of just ghost hunting. With that said, I'd like to wrap up this episode. Thank you to Mark Tan for being a guest on the show. Thank you to you, the listener, for listening. And you will hear from me really soon on The Haunted Hour.